Hello and welcome to this journalism.co.uk podcast. I'm Catalina Albanu and in this episode we'll find out more about Journal Coders, a free monthly meetup group in London where journalists can learn more about coding and how it applies to their work. At journalism.co.uk, we have previously written about coding becoming a useful skill for journalists to have in newsrooms today, both to make their application stand out when looking for new jobs, but also as a way to add new methods of storytelling or news gathering to their work. We also recommended a few online resources where you can learn to code through tutorials. Some, like Codecademy, are used by journalism.co.uk staff on our journey from absolute beginner to not so clueless beginner. This month, I also went to Journal Coders, a free meetup group in London for journalists and technologists to learn coding together and share their experiences, where I followed along with a quarter of a CSV kit tutorial. I also sat down with two of the organizers, Leila Hadu, data journalist at The Times, and Max Harlow, developer at Ordnance Survey, formerly of the Bureau of Investigative Journalism and The Guardian. Journal Coders is hosted every month on the 17th floor of the news building in London Bridge, but it wasn't always this way. I've been involved with Journal Coders for, well, we're coming up to three years now. The backstory to Journal Coders, there was a group online called Journal Coders on Meetup that a number of us had joined, so the current members, but nothing ever happened and no Meetup ever actually happened. And then we got an email from the the uh, person who set it up saying, uh, I'm shutting this group down, and he'd given up on the idea. And it's at that point that a few of us met in a pub basement to sort of try and save it and turn it into what it is now. So in the pub basement, there was probably six or seven people. It was actually um, Elliot Bentley from the Wall Street Journal who had taken the initiative to try and get people together to make this meetup what it is. Uh, when we met, we all pitched in ideas. We knew we wanted it to be practical, we wanted it to be a, pl- a place to share skills, and that's pretty much where this format comes from. The meetups start with a show-and-tell session where attendees can quickly show examples of stories in the production of which coding played a central role, whether at the news-gathering stage or for data visualisation. The tutorials presented afterwards tend to vary, but usually focus on tools for data analysis or data viz. We want every every meetup to be open to complete beginners, just so it's as accessible as possible. And when you when you start having a meetup saying where well, you've got to have been to the past three ones to understand this one, no one's going to be able to come. So it's just about making it as easy as possible for anybody new to turn up and get involved and actually learn something useful. So the topics we kind of pick, we try and do a bit of a mix between more sort of data visualization topics and more data analysis topics. And then we also try and do things which are more typical skills. So we have done um, data analysis with pandas and doing charts with D3, which are more basic typical skills that are taught in courses and at conferences. And occasionally we try and do a few more experimental things. So we did do one on 3D charts. It's going to be used very rarely, but it just adds a little bit of um, experimental work, just an experimental element to the, the meetup. And occasionally we have people in, not very often, but so for instance, um, Kiln, who have just built a new tool called Flourish, they came and did a sort of soft launch with us and gave sort of our members early access, and it was very useful for them as well to see how their tool was going to be used by reporters. We've had some people actually approach us 
to run settings on tools like Elasticsearch or, or graph databases for us. And, and they wanted to come in and sort of say, you know, here are our products. We do prefer to do open source software where possible rather than getting people to learn something that they need to pay for. Because many people, like I, I was a freelancer for a very long time, so I'm also very aware that I want to do good journalism, good data analysis, with things that are accessible to anybody. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think... I mean, doing tools that you've got to pay for to use is really a non-starter for this kind of event because you can't just say, right, now we're all going to pay 100 quid for this tool. Um, it's not going to work. Um, luckily, there are such great free tools out there and many people just don't know what's out there or don't know how to use them and hopefully this kind of event bridges that gap and allows them to take advantage to, of the great, the great tools that are out there. I mean, the software open source movement has kind of meant that there's so much stuff that's produced for free. We were saying it's almost trying to take the culture of knowledge sharing from the tech world and applying it to journalism. And uh, it's gone down very well. In terms of choosing topics, we do have a, a form, a link at the bottom, and we remind people at the end of every session to suggest a topic if they'd like us to cover it. And we also make sure we speak to people in the networking afterwards to check and, and they often suggest things that they'd like to do. Often they choose something that they've just that we've just covered. So we have to wait a few months before we do it again and do it in a slightly different way, so that people who have done it before, you know, aren't repeating. Journal Coders is open to complete beginners with an interest in code, and you don't have to attend all meetups to be able to follow along. The organisers or even the person sitting next to you can help along the way if you get stuck. And knowledge sharing is at the heart of the group. One of the group members went home to Madrid and started a new meetup there. And groups in Dublin and Manchester might also become active soon as members move away for new jobs. We've got some regular people that are really fantastic coders and they come regularly and they're willing to give up their time and expertise to help others. And we have other people who have heard about it either through their university course or they may have come across one of us before and we've said, you know, do come along, come and meet people, give things a try. I mean, part of the idea behind this was that we want to upskill. Not everyone has employers that can pay for their training. Not all employers have got the money to send all of their staff. But, you know, we just didn't see why that should be a hindrance to people learning new tech skills. And so our solution is that we'll learn from each other and we'll learn together. Uh, but we really do get a mix of, of people coming along. Yeah, as I said, we, yeah, we get a couple of people that are new Zoom developers, building interactives... They're quite a minority. Most people are early or mid-career journalists. Um, we get some people that are a bit more experienced. And we get occasionally people that aren't necessarily journalists, but they're interested in something that we are interested in, such as civic tech, or we've got people that investigate companies. We, uh, we've got people like geologists that can provide some kind of geospatial expertise. So we, yeah, do, we yeah. do get some non, non-journalists as well. Well, I think anybody that has any kind of vague interest in these kind of topics should come and give it a go. Everything's accessible to complete beginners. Um, if you don't know anything at all, that's fine. You don't need to know anything. Um, a lot of people that have come here and they come here tonight, they don't know anything either, but they've come here and they've picked up some kind of skills and some kind of familiarity about not just um, things that they could do, but also things that they might be able to do. It's just having extra skills to allow you to produce stories that if you didn't have those skills, you wouldn't be able to get those stories. And I think it's as simple as that. I mean, it's the more time you have, because coding is typically not quick, you know, like 
some things. I mean, once you're familiar with them, are quick. But as a beginner, if you're in a, a role where you can do, uh, you know, at least for that one story, you can spend a little bit more time or spend your own time trying to get more, more familiar with particular tool, try to achieve something, then you can then bring that back into your role. As a journalist, I think actually most of the battle is knowing what's possible with technology in the first place. So you don't necessarily have to be, um, you know, really experienced and able to use the tool yourself, but knowing what's out there and how you can apply that to your journalism, but also how to then communicate with the teams, the, the developers in your newsroom, so that you're all on the same page, you understand you know the terminology that you're you're all using and and I think it's quite quite exciting actually because if you've got te- technical skills it really opens up you know the kind of projects you can do the data that's available to you and for me I find it very exciting that you can bring those skills together whether or not you're the coder or you're just working with the coder uh, I think that's a huge benefit in the newsroom and also I think just um yeah, even if it's not really totally relevant to your current job, just having more skills which might be relevant to perhaps your next position in your career, it opens up some opportunities and perhaps you'll find something that you are actually have a skill at that you didn't really expect or just a passion for. If you'd like to start learning how to code, whether that's through using resources online, coming to meetups or both, it's useful to have a practical problem you'd like to solve before you dive in to help you figure out how the skills you are learning apply to your day-to-day activities. In terms of learning, one thing I will say to have something to apply it to, because you can read, I mean, I, I try to read loads of programming books and learn all of the kind of yeah. foundations and sort of finish the book and, and still couldn't do what I wanted to do in the first place. So I think it very much have something to apply it to, have a problem to solve, and then go and seek a tutorial or come to Jernico to speak to one of us and hopefully point people in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, we certainly try and do tutorials which are quite practically focused. Normally people are dealing with data that's journalistically relevant. It's not just sort of toy things, it's real data. We've done stuff with political donations, flight data, various different things which might be relevant to kind of uses that these tools are going to be put to in a newsroom. You've been listening to the Journalism.co.uk podcast. If you'd like to attend Journal Coders, join the meetup group and RSVP to the next event. I'm off to try to finish the rest of my CSV kit tutorial. Mm-hmm.